With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Support for this podcast comes from the patrons at patreon.com slash FMLFBL. This Walsh. My throat's kind of feeling it a little bit there. I'm ba- yeah, well, back. You got your, you got extra pods. You're doing yeah, so. back to back jags. Yeah, here we All go, right, brother. I'm okay, dude. How are you? It's nice weather. Know. We're we're flying as usual. Flying somewhere. <laughs> Everywhere's a flight. Yeah, the nature it's, of it's the just spectrum. The way you look at it. Everyone's on exactly, it. exactly. So yeah, we're <sighs> fucking. Uh, not so good <laughs> would be my uh, assessment thus far. Yeah, I mean, we, were, we we started well and then we oh, yeah. just had a couple of clunkers. I don't know. I, I still feel like our processes are pretty good, but we're yeah. just not not doing the things, which I guess You're, as listeners were, know, yeah, is not too off brand. <laughs> you were tasked with tracking our match day one team if we didn't wildcard so how how would we have done before we go into it well we would have been about the same i think a, the biggest difference would have been who we actually got instead of which is hard like in senior or say. whatever which is hard to yeah hard to monday morning quarterback it i feel like we probably but, would have gotten one or two of the same guys that we put in our wildcard team, which makes yeah. logical sense because obviously we picked them for a reason. It's just a matter of like, did we get Yarmo, Nabry, or did we get Kai? And for yeah, the forward, know. it's like, would we have gotten, wouldn't we have just gone Bilotti or would we have like gone premium or something like that? Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's a couple, you know, but it was would have been within a few points of each other. Yeah, I think, I don't, really disagree with the evaluation of like I think we should go for it because all we needed was we got like no fucking returns we just needed like one more return and we would have been pretty nicely positive but that in hindsight which is you know hindsight is hindsight I'm like is it 2020 it's tw- it's perfect vision yeah it's be- it may- or arguably better huh. than 2020 yeah it's okay. it's we didn't really take many swings at the matches that ended up being where all the points came from because we were too and i'm not even saying this is right or wrong i'm just saying what happened is like we were too scared of the netherlands lineup we were too scared of backing i don't know belgium um we didn't back spain like there were a bunch of things where we're like ah we don't know really who's starting we don't know how many minutes and then when you look back and see where all the points came from it's like Memphis, Genie, you know, Romgol, Kev Assist, Spain score five, and Lua we never considered. Uh, 
you know, Benzema, Ronaldo. We never considered these guys, but I don't know. I just feel like maybe maybe we're just too passive or something, or maybe that just means we shouldn't have wildcarded. I don't I don't really know. Yeah, I don't think we were too passive. I don't really agree with that. I think that we. I think that we made good calls based on what we thought would happen. Yeah. And, you know, that's just the nature of, you know, such a small window with yeah. such extreme variance of just this one game. So, you know, there are things that were just turned on its head, like Denmark scoring four when they, you know, really weren't functioning and Spain scoring five when they also weren't, you know, able to finish, but let alone the five, you know, where the points came from. You know, no no one has, no one would have had Sarabia, no one would have yeah. had Ferran, you know, yeah. Laporte. I mean, you know, Alba gets an assist, okay, that that's one, and Moreno got an assist, okay, but, you know, Morata got zero points, missing the pen. So, you know, I don't, and I and we did have Hazard, I feel like that was, we, we knew that we wanted a piece, and we didn't yeah. want to go too, too much heavier than that, and again, I mean, they did get a really late second goal, you know, but Classic. until that one went in, it was a Vermaelen assist and an own goal, which yeah. looked like, you know, the game could have ended there. Yeah. And, Ferran uh, is definitely like a game, a match day one type of guy that probably a lot of people actually did have. That well, I mean, who, he didn't start didn't, match day two. So. Card. Yeah, I mean, Possibly, they might have used or a they transfer got rid there. Of him, yeah. yeah, they might have used a transfer there. I feel like the majority Nino, of the yeah. transfers would have been, you know, Italy, just because we knew 100% these guys aren't starting. You know, whoever, Maybe, yeah. like Chiro, Insigne, Spinazzola, yeah. whoever people had, Berardi. Yeah. So, um, and then, I mean, you know, the Portugal-France game, we expected it to be really tight, and instead there's just free pens. It, yeah, it was. I mean, that's... That's one of those that you just can't account for. Yeah. Yeah. So, the, you know, when those, the yeah. few of these events happen, and then that's just the game. And, you yeah. Know, for us, we're, we're right now on eight straight captain roles, starting with match day two that we've blanked on. So, so that, that's hard. So that's hard to do. Crazy. That's hard to yeah, do. Yeah. Barrick wrote, and he said, assuming the odds of your captain returning or blanking are roughly 50 50 just for the sake of Bance. The chances of eight blanks in in a row are zero point three nine percent. More of an observation, not a question. I'm just like, yeah. yeah, no, and that's you know that happens to you under one percent of the time, and that's unfortunately our experience right now. Yeah, but you know, we, we I've still been really enjoying the games. You know, yeah. it's, oh, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. like this total. Fun. Yeah, it's not like this is a total unfamiliar thing of like being bad at fantasy. Sort of expected <laughs> at this point. Yeah, it's X high XG for us. Yeah, exactly. X rank. And yeah. So, eh. yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and it's still the thing that comes back to me with this is like watching that Belgium game with Hazard, right? Like, fell for a pen, not given, you know, two to three big chances, you know, just fluffing each one or shooting them directly at the keeper. And just that, not like that, that happens. Like, you, you watch a game and you're yeah. like, oh, yeah, he's getting into danger. Meanwhile, Kev, yes, he created a a few chances. But as you saw, you know, creating chances is relying on the the teammate to finish them or whatever. And, you know, he did get one at the end. And there was an offsides one that was ruled off. But, you know, Hazard just didn't... I don't think Kevin had like a shot attempt. Yeah, Hazard was shooting, and he just didn't do the things. I mean, there's so many. He could have like finished that. on a brace. There were very few head, of yeah. our picks that were like, "Wow, that." In hindsight, that was a bad fucking pick. Like if yeah, you I look think back, Bilotti like, was the one that. Well, I mean, when it was he happening, had a bunch I was of like, <laughs> "I know," but I think if we spent a little bit more time on, you know, oh, actually, 
not only has he not had a competitive game in over a month, but this team hasn't played together yeah. maybe ever. Yeah. That we might have landed on that means more than than just seeing the team sheet. But if he scored one of them, we wouldn't even be saying that. We would be we would be like he could have scored a brace. He got a lot of chances. Yeah, that's true, and that's yeah. to an uh, to a degree that's results based thinking. Yeah. And yeah. but at the same time, no, I, you know, I, there yeah. it wasn't like a constant fl- like the Italy Wales game, right? I mean, Wales were it's just also kind just of a dead rubber sort of. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, and Wales weren't you know bending over; they were just compact and doing yeah. nothing. And Italy were just happy to keep the ball and not really you know flood too many forward and not yeah. create too. So I don't, I don't know. And but then Arnie, no, you know, Arnie also two he massive chances. He was just awful. Can't, can't I, account I for that. Yeah, I mean, Bolo playing a different position. As, yeah, and Bolo different position. Yarmo gets. They just got dominated, so that happens. And then, I mean, Nabry. I guess hindsight is like we were more just picking the player than picking his position. actual position and role on yeah. the team, which is not good for fantasy. You know, Rob was a punt, whatever. Yeah. But like, yeah, I mean, happens. Yeah. Fucking well, happens. Still love, still love Serge. It's hard for me to. It's hard, but yeah, Not I mean, surge. objectively on this Germany team, he's, Kai's better. Kai's he's a better. A asset. He's a he's a yeah, he's a decoy and a wide, a very wide winger. Yeah, he he his role is to you know create decoy, space create and, space, take yeah. defenders away from Kai Muller, the wing backs. Yeah, well, not Muller this game, but generally, yeah, and that's how it will work. Um, okay, yeah, that's right. enough on that's our team. That. Um, sitting <laughs> top on our team. Yeah, <laughs> sitting atop the FMLVL league is Cam Anderson, aka Mbop at FC. Casual ninety three points for him this week, so that's a pretty good job. Yeah, good my... job by you, Cam. Cam's yeah. a little, Cam pops in Discord he, here. Yeah, and yeah, there. he's, he's, been, he's, he's a cheeky, con- cheeky contributor. Yeah, yeah, Mbop it. Very happy like to see really him doing well. Yeah. And now we're on to the round of 16. Everyone's on their mandatory wild cards, the knockout. Mandatory. Yeah. <laughs> Not chosen. Yeah, no, you can't You can't choose. Um, I mean, this is like, is this where the fun of fantasy ends or it ends next round? Next round, it's, it's going to be pretty not fun. Yeah. I think the only amount of fun really that you're going to have is, you know, maybe in two or three of your players. Yeah. And if you want to go against the grain with captaincy, but right. you know, once we get to eight teams, there are not a lot of teams that look very different from one another. Especially with just how the fixtures will fall. Inevitably, right. there's going to be some like 50-50, don't want a piece of that game. And then there's right. going to be some that everyone lumps on. Yeah. So this is like right. fantasy. This is peak right here. Everyone's on wild card. A lot of interesting matchups. Um, yeah. yeah. Should, okay. should we... I feel like we should just start how we started every other pod and just talk about captains before we get into Why questions. Why don't we, before we talk about captains, just talk about whether or not you have another chip or another wild card? Because I think, mm. you know, fundamentally, cool. looking at which teams you should pick players from and, yeah. you know, amount yeah. of risk you can take in your team right now is a million percent correlated with whether or not you have chips left. Right, right. So we so obviously just to make sh- don't yeah. have a chip left. Yeah, so we don't. And just to make everyone aware, because I know it's very hard. I know if the Discord's a sample size of larger <laughs> people, it's very hard to go to the rules page and read them. Yes. But on the website, there is a rules page, and it does have the rules. Absent from there are the price changes. I will give you that. That was a complete rogue thing. But we only have three transfers 
after this round of 16. So we go from 16 teams to eight. You only have three transfers. Yep. Then you have five. So you get a little bit more leeway to go from the eight to the four teams. So let me interrupt you also because it's not just that you have five transfers. It's also you have less substitution opportunities. So yeah. like leaving guys on the bench is actually okay there. Right. So right. it's less moves that you have to make also, which is why it's like kind of fun. Once it goes from eight to four, like you're kind of just fine. Like you can make yeah. five moves to get a starting 11. Yeah. Having, absolutely. Having, you know, 14 or maybe even 13 players, you're, you're not going to be totally fucked. Yeah. So, barely makes you know, a that's, difference. Yeah. yeah, barely, barely. You know, it's always nice to be able to have the extra guy or two, but yeah. Know, yeah. 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 So, so that said, you know, Go ahead. No, I was just going to say that's why the biggest risk that we and everyone else who used all their chips in the group stage took is between this round wild card and next round where you only get three, but there's still eight teams alive. So you do still want a squad of 15 and you do still right. want a captain on every day. So that's like where, you know, an upset happens, whatever, injury, upset, all of a sudden you have a 12 man squad. <laughs> Less potentially, yeah, and you have to the, use all your yeah. th- all your freeze on guys that are eliminated from the tournament, and you are at a disadvantage at those teams that have fifteen man squad. But the the one thing though also about the quarterfinals that's a little bit not intuitive is that you still only get two captains there. You don't get four because there's mm. two games on one day right, and two right, games right. on the other day. So right, right, right. you're not going to be that bent over if you don't have someone in a bracket. You yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um. So that said, yeah, I mean, it, it obviously makes a big difference on how you build your team this round because yeah. you're either just picking individual matches and players for one match this round. And then or, we're next week. Right. Or you're leaning a lot heavier on the teams that you think will qualify or, sorry, advance yeah. into right. the quarterfinals. Right. Which right. is us. Yeah, which is us. So why don't we start with with that, you know, where we're at and you know it seems like many probably people that are actually listening to this are probably more like this but netherlands are you know the obvious very loud screaming team looking at the the four quadrants Mm -hmm. where they play czech republic first and then they play either wales or denmark into the semifinals i actually haven't looked beyond this round how much i'm glad that we're both doing it together and i'm here yeah (laughs) no i know but yeah like, how much do you put in that? Like, do you, does that make huge. you want Netherlands I think that's huge. even more? Yeah. The, There's the actual no road. iteration of our team where we don't have four Netherlands players. Yeah. I, because there's no other quadrant that has two, like, you're not going to have another team that has two games where they're going to be insane, incredible, massive favorites. Right. Unless if there's a big upset, which could happen, but that's not something that we're going to be, you know, planning for or expecting. Right, right, right. So that, that I think is the most important thing to, to do when you're building your team, even if it is just for one game, you know, that game against Czech Republic with the way that the Netherlands have just been blowing teams away so far is a really, really lopsided game. Yeah, it's the combo. It has to be the combo. Otherwise, you wouldn't lump on them because after But even if you only have, if you still have your chips, this is still a game that you want. Want yeah. Netherlands play maybe not four, but you know, probably four. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, just from this round, Netherlands. I I, I pulled the gambling numbers just because that's like the only place yeah, you can get stuff. Um. Sure. So in terms of advancing, and Netherlands are up there 
uh, near the top of the minus 335, basically 77% likely to advance. You know, Italy's up there, Spain's up there, France is up there, and that's basically it. Those are the only heavy favorites. favorites. Yeah, sure. Which is very, I you know, that's in line and what I agree yeah. with for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so, how how do those teams look going further in the tournament? Because so, yeah, I haven't I mean, looked at that. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing about all of those games is that the second game is very much in, in question because Italy are going to advance and play either Belgium or Portugal in the quarters. Gotcha. Neither of those teams are going to be a pushover in, in a, a game yeah, similar sure. to Netherlands versus Wales or Netherlands versus Denmark, for example, right, right. to get to the quarters. Right. Spain and France are on a collision course to play next round after they both win. Right. That's going to be a really difficult game to call. Right. And then um, on the other bracket, which is more interesting, is that you know England and Germany are basically going to walk into the quarterfinals, but that game is really hard to yeah, call. Yeah, their in my game is a 50-50. Yeah. And then, but, but then, then they, they get play to play Sweden Ukraine or Ukraine. Ukraine. Yeah. yeah. So, which you know, also that- is interesting because those are drastically different fixtures. Yeah, they are. Like if, very different. if either team is playing Sweden, I'm like triple defense. Let's go. It's a one nil win. If either team is playing Ukraine, I'm like triple three attackers. Attack. They're gonna score well, four or five. Except for England, which they're just <laughs> maybe England excluded five. from that. But yeah. uh, interesting. Very very fucking interesting. Ah, yeah, the tournament's so, so good. It's yeah, so good. it does get fun when you look at these kind of like it's it, so like these these probabilities and looking at the next round and stuff when you're trying to build your team so right so um let's do caps and then we'll go back to sort of like the questions of team building and stuff like that so day one is wales denmark and italy austria yeah so we're gonna have the wales denmark team we're not gonna have the italy austria team i don't think that's gonna be too big of a deal because it's pretty sheet yeah yeah yeah, the team. I mean, we probably should be pretty confident about who Italy's going to play. Maybe the only one I'm thinking about is like Verratti might come in for yeah. Locatelli. Or, Maybe it might not happen. Verratti also is still not like 100% nailed, I wouldn't say. For Verratti, you think? Uh, no, Berardi could could be Chiesa, could be. Oh, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so either, and I think he made yeah. that clear with the B team he played in Match yeah. Three, but it's not impossible, yeah. you know. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. It's not um, Chiro. It's not Insigne. It's not no, like right, a right. lock. So, I mean, though, yeah, the aforementioned, see aforementioned Chiro and Insigne are the obvious captains to me. Yeah, I mean, or I think Spinazzola also is worthy of consideration. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like, I don't know, just, I, I actually want to look, I'm a little like undercooked and underprepared for this episode, but I want to look back and I wonder if there's more or less clean sheets when it gets to the knockouts. I feel like there's less because the other team just has no choice but all out attack, right? Like Italy should be winning and in control in this game. And at some point, Austria are just going to have to say, we're sending everyone forward because we need goals or we're knocked out of the tournament. There's literally nothing to lose. Yeah, I mean, it's still, though, you know, we have three games in their legs in like a 10-day period coming into this one. You know, not Italy. I mean, they got to rest everyone. But, you know, the, it still comes to a point where it's like they get hit on the counter when they're trying to do that and it's 2-0. And then they're like, okay. Like, do we want to embarrass ourselves and keep doing this? Or yeah. are we going to just, you <laughs> know, because that does, ha- you know, they do get their wills broken at some yeah. point where it's like, yeah. this game's over. We are just going to 
you know, lick our wounds and just accept defeat, you know, on 75th minute when it's three nil and right. not keep like, you know, eight men forward, you know, yeah, so it's far, you know, that kind of yeah. thing. But yeah, I definitely agree with you. You know, teams aren't going to go down one nil and keep playing the same way they've been playing a la Wales, Italy in the first match, the last match. Yeah. Right? So I, I, I don't know. Personally, I just feel a lot better with the Italy attackers. That's fair. And I'm no, just I, like, I, that's fair. Yeah. I see two or three more than I see like a one nil win where spin gets an assist clean or something like that. But, yeah, no, obviously I, they I, I obviously he's fair. still a really good pick, and so is Donnarumma, yeah. and so is well Chiellini is maybe hurt, right? Yeah, well he he didn't play last game and he got subbed off injured in the first half of yeah, the so second we don't game. So really, no, I guess. Yeah, but I mean Bonucci's still an option. Yeah, there. Bonucci's there. Yeah. yeah, okay, I'm with you on that. And then the, the Sunday, the second day, we have Netherlands, Czech Republic, and then Belgium, Portugal. I mean, I think that's pretty clearly a Memphis day or a Genie day, right? Hundred percent Memphis or Genie or Dumfries. Yeah, or dumb as fries. Do not dumb as fries. sleep on dumb, dummy. Yeah, I mean, he keeps trying to score every game, so that's he has the fourth highest non-penalty xG per ninety in the tournament. Yeah, I mean, you got to take that a little bit for Kai Arnie Ronaldo Dumfries. Yeah, dumbest. Okay, so <laughs> that's like, an interesting. It's one. a little scenic, like what he's yeah. doing. I mean, either way, he's nailed in the team, so that's not even a question. Yeah, um, yeah but yeah, yeah it's, it's one of those for Cap. For sure. Yep. Um, and then we got Croatia, Spain, France, Switzerland. I mean, you got to go back to probably a French player there. I, I think, unless if you really want to go for Moreno or something, because it's hard. I feel like it's. I feel like the the biggest issue with the Spain team sheet is her team to captain. We'll get the lineups, but it's not going to help us when we pick our teams. Yeah. Who are you going to want on their attack? Like Sarabia right. was really good. Like, is he going to get another game? He might. That might be a really good pick. Yeah, Pete. That's what. That was Pete's question. He said, I'm looking for captain options on day three. I feel like it's tough to pick the right French forward. They're all expensive. Do you like yeah. any of the cheaper Spanish attackers for captaincy without stack their forwards are? I'm looking at Sarabia, 6'5", Ferran, you know, but Moreno could also be a shout. Yeah, there's there's so many guys in there. Um, and they're I mean, all to liable me, to get subbed off early yeah. for another I guy. I mean, to me, I think that the front three that he's going to play is Moreno, Morata, and... And Sarabia. Me too. Again, I mean, that's uh, just def- what functioned definitely. the best. Olmo has yeah. been one of the worst players of the tournament. <laughs> and, you know, Ferran, you know, he, he subbed on and scored. He's but good. If, he's, a good, he's a good player and he's a good option to have. But, I, you know, it seems like they played their way into earning more game time, that front three, because they were not only functioning, but they actually scored goals. Yes, yeah, Sarabia so, is really interesting also because he's the only one of those listed as a mid out of yeah. Moreno, Maranta, and him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and a clean feels very good. Yeah, uh, against Croatia, that. so that's an extra as long point. As they, yeah, and I mean they're going to have Perisic is going to be attacking the Alba side. I mean, if if you just can check him, then it's going to be hard. I think for Spain to be scoring on because yeah. I still don't feel like Croatia have been looking good in any capacity. Right. But yeah. the other thing with this one is that you know you you could still roll dice on someone like Sarabia, and then also have the French player in case like that player doesn't start or Ferran yeah, that's or true. Moreno yeah. or whatever, you know, it's not like, yeah, you get the lineup. You just don't cap them, cap yeah. move your cap to the French player. Yeah, that's fair. The Who only issue like for, for us for with France? that is that, Oh, uh, before that, I just wanted to mention one thing yeah. about Spain is like, because they have so many of those options across the front three for us, when we can't really consider getting a, using a, a transfer on someone who gets like, dropped yeah. if they advance, like that's a big issue because that's really Sarabia, bad for us. even though Sarabia was good last game and you know we think he's in a start, if he just doesn't play that well, 
and the, even though, and they advance, for example, like he probably yeah. just won't play the next game. So right. it's just and double risk, I think. Even and though if, it might if well he be worth doesn't it. start and plays thirty minutes, we still can't afford to use a free transfer on that spot. Yeah, right. I see what you're saying. Yeah, that's yeah. that makes it really. Yeah, a lot less appealing for if yeah. you don't have the chip to use, and yeah. also they're well, gonna, you know, eighty five percent chance they're gonna be playing France, so that's yeah. a nightmare. So that's anyway. not that great anyway. Yeah, but what do you? Who, so you're asking about France? I mean, I, that's. I think this is just roll the dice again. It's every single game when they play to me is just, you know, they're they're all good options. You know, you you could talk yourself into anyone being better than another, but in reality, it's a complete fucking dice roll. Yeah. It's fun. From they're all, they're all grouped Ben's, up on yeah. points. The, the real difference between the three players and points is that Ben's scored a pen. Yeah. And if he didn't score that, then they're all on basically the same points between Ben's, Griezmann, and Mbappe. Yeah. I think Paul's been playing out of his skin good. He's an yeah. interesting pick. I wouldn't captain. Um, I, I mean, you could captain like Varane or something and feel very confident in a clean, I think. Yeah, um, I, I, I would be really surprised if Switzerland score. Yeah. Yeah, I I mean, yeah, the upside just seems sort of low with France, but again, you never know that that Argentina game is just in the weeds somewhere, and we never know when it's going to come. It's yeah. probably not coming against Switzerland, who are ultra-conservative and defensive, but yeah, maybe it comes against Spain yeah. or something. Because, I mean, the other thing also, as you're saying that, like, to also come back to your earlier point is, like, Say France goes 1-0 up, you know, and this is something we've seen a lot against a team like Switzerland, yeah. and it's 30 minutes, right? It doesn't mean that, like, okay, the 32nd minute after the kickoff, Switzerland changed the way that they're playing. Right. You know, it still means that, like, they're going to be compact, they're still going to play the same game, and then all that means is that on 75, they're going to go for it. Yes. So, you know, it's not like all of a sudden the game's wide open for a long time. So, right. you know, I think that that's probably where this game will like likely go, right? France yeah. are going to find a breakthrough in the first half, and then Switzerland are going to just keep doing nothing. And then, you know, we'll have to see if there's a period where, where France gets some counters. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Tuesday. I feel like Croatia are just, like, much worse and, like, less organized or whatever. Like, they, I feel like Spain would be able to score yeah. a few more than I they think should. France would, maybe. Yeah, I mean, it's funny how, you know, France, I mean, sorry, Spain were obviously like the banter team of the first two match days, like just yeah. missing their well, pens, missing continued. all their chances. Well, that like, didn't change in the yeah, third. They missed another one. They just then also got the goals and yeah. ended up well, scoring then they also and, They also had the good fortune of playing against uh, Juan Martin Dubrovka, who helped them up, helped, yeah. helped them out a lot. Yeah, Spanish ultra Dubrovka. Spain yeah, Spanish underneath. secret agent. Yeah, seriously. Um, and then Tuesday, the last day is so hard, so hard for Cap. It's just, it, it's just awful. Yeah, so England, Germany at Wembley, which... Barely matters, probably, at this point. Even, it's, like, almost know, more dude. toxic than it is good. Um, and Sweden versus Ukraine, which is, like... I don't know. There might be something to exploit there. Just by so, the fact that, like, Poland got a lot of chances. So, like, that Could have scored the, two or three. Yeah, that was the game that, like, did my head in the most, I think, of the whole round. Sweden-Poland? Yeah, because yeah, I thought Sweden, it was a one nil Sweden. Yeah, Sweden just played like a completely different game than they've shown yeah. us in the first two matches. Yeah, they were, and they, I mean, Poland has, 
you know, they, they targeted the center backs, which is always, you know, when, when Victor Lundelof's like the better one, that's, yeah. you know, something that you, you want to try and do. Yeah. And that's how they got, you know, really both of their goals. They had that other chance that Lewandowski, well, like, kind of. biggest sitter yeah, of know. the tournament that Lewandowski yeah. fucking fucked up. Yeah. But like, and then they sort of just, like, weren't playing very hard because they were through, I think. Like, there was definitely an element of, like, this team is just kind of, like, not in, they're not, like, interested or something. Yeah. And they weren't being, like, because they were very, like, I thought like tactically and like their shape was like very disciplined in the first two yeah. games. And then now that this polling game, it was just like, where, what are they doing? <laughs> like, what are they doing? Everyone's, yeah. yeah, everyone's everywhere. And they're just getting ripped apart by a team that by and large has not shown signs of functioning in the first two yeah. matches in, in Poland. And thank yeah. God they're eliminated. They're horrible. So I don't. I think that was more an aberration. Like I think that this game's going to be really bad. I think Sweden are going to just suck, and I think yeah. Ukraine are not going to be able to break them down. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and, and then the they, other. So that's Sweden, where it's kind of a mystery, but we're kind of confident in how they're going to play. And then the other team is Ukraine, who going into match day three, I was like, okay, they're a wide open team with really technical, good attackers who are just going to try and outscore you. Like, that's fine. And then they just get pressed to absolute fuckland and dominated by Austria and create nothing for the entire game. So I'm like, okay, yeah. did they just get, like, tactically sucker punched and didn't see it coming and were just totally thrown off and have no, like, leaders to... Or are they just bad and the first two matches were weird and so i yeah I, I think it was definitely the first point because right we saw austria play a different system yeah, than they totally played different. the first two games and as you know these teams do not have a lot of time to prepare for yeah. the next game so as we they know definitely, very yeah. very much yeah so i mean there's definitely an element where that happened right yeah for and sure. you know of course the manager you know whatever i feel like they looked like one of the least fit teams in the tournament like they watching Ukraine play against well, Austria, Yarmo. I felt like they were just so leggy everywhere. Like they got ran up and down that Netherlands yeah. game. The first it was, it was it wild. Was, yeah. And you know, they, they did what they needed to do in the second day, but they don't have any depth. And you know, it just looks to me like the players outside of your rem truck looked like he could have kept going for another 90, but they were just kind of like shattered. You know I mean? Malinowski yeah. got subbed early. So I feel like that was what I was seeing more right. than like they're bad. Like I don't definitely right. don't think that obviously yeah. I would never say that anyway. Cause I'm <laughs> insane. But that's what, that's what I was, attributing it to more yeah yeah so it's a weird one that that obviously england germany the cliche would be it, it's a 50 50 game i think it's a lot more like interesting and yeah. the teams See, are I so different than that yeah. but but sweden ukraine is the more like mysterious i have no fucking idea game yeah. to me. and so this is where the the strategy kind of of the of the the tournament game comes into play is like England Germany is a harder game to call, but it's well not necessarily a harder game. It's say they're both equally as hard to call, yeah. but the England Germany, the winner of that, is gonna be a massive favorite against either massive Sweden or favorite, Ukraine. No matter what. So so like if you're gonna take some shots, you know, you wanna pick players in, in the England Germany game and hope you get them right and that team wins, because then you're gonna have a really good pick with a really good matchup in the quarters. Right. I mean if you're if you're throwing a players from Sweden and Ukraine out, you know, you're just taking a risk there, whether or not they advance, they might not even function and just get lose to nil. Either of those teams could just lose to Absolutely. nil. Absolutely. They're not even so, you know, that's another thing just to to consider when you're when you're oh, building your, that's, your team. Yeah, that's fucking hard, dude. Yeah. 
That's it's where you take your shots is the important thing. Fuck. And then... No, I don't... I'm pretty sure the next match is not Wembley or Munich, but that would just make them even stronger favorites, but I'm pretty sure it's not. But yeah, that is very interesting on, on who to pick and how many to pick from England, Germany, especially in our case. So let's... Yeah. Well, so we didn't pick any caps. <laughs> we just talked about the games, so... Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I think... <laughs> I think like it's ridiculous. A, yeah, I mean I I think you just I don't know. I I really don't have anything on this day. I I don't know where to go. I mean, I I feel like maybe it is that you go for a player on the shitty in the shittier game, like a like a Yarmo maybe. They are a little cuz you're not captaining like Raz. Like you're not spending 95 on Raz and you don't want to captain that. You know, I was you're actually not... I was actually going to shout Raz because yeah. well for two main reasons. Con- I think the Germany worst I think the worst unit Germany probably defense. on this day is Germany's defense and well, they're they're better than Ukraine's defense, but they going. are but they don't like they sell out more. You know, yeah. they're like more vulnerable up the gut to yeah. just getting yeah. like shredded. Yeah. yeah. And then one of the things we pretty confidently for sure no at this point is Raz's first choice and we know Raz is really fast we know he's yeah. informed scores, we know he, he's, and he scores all their goals he, he scores all the goals he's great on counters like we know Which all they're these gonna things. be having yeah so to me I'm like that that is the one like premium that like I feel so much better about like Raz than Kai yeah I agree with that completely um, I think it's going to come down to like when we're actually clicking the buttons. If we're like, oh yeah, we can easily just put him in, and that's an okay thing to yeah. to have at the end. Yeah. Or if it's just like, well, he's still expensive, you know. He's really expensive. And, yeah. You know, still not. I mean, but I don't know. It's like, but then the the thing you were saying before is then if England win and they are favorites, Raz versus Sweden, Ukraine, like we feel really good about. Good. We're like, great, yeah, we have another pick. really good pick. So it's. Yeah. Fuck, man, it's so hard and interesting. And then there's, like, Forsberg or, like, yeah, Ukraine attacker or something like that. And that's also interesting. And Forsberg's been balling, so maybe. And is on pants. Of course. Of course he has been. Yeah. You know, so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, all right, let's let's do some questions. So, a Dundee Monkey, Liam, and Rory all asking: After spunking our limitless and wild card, how should we approach second round wild cards? Spread our assets across lots of teams, or gamble and load up on the favorites? So, yeah, that's what we were just I, talking about: is mostly yeah. load up on the favorites, right, and then fill in the rest. Yeah, I think I think so. Yeah, and again, I think you want to put an extra preferential treatment to teams that you think have a better chance of getting to the quarters. Um, Which was... Or the, semi, the semis, rather, than, than the other op, the other ones. So. But that's really, just going through it right now with you, that's really only Netherlands, sort of? Yeah. Because unless, the, if you have right? a, unless if you have a different read on, like, England, England versus Germany. Germany yeah. And you're like, you know, I, I just, like, I could, I could talk, I mean, of course, a lot of people are English, obviously, but, you know, you could definitely make... A lot of people make, are German, too, you know? Yeah, well, not that we were not <laughs> listening to us, but... I know. You know, you, you're like, England haven't conceded a goal tournament, basically. Like, they aren't going to attack. They're just going to park. They have all these good defenders. They're going to just defend. They're, there's no way that they're going to be breached. They're going to win 1-0, 2-0, Two one, like it's, and if that's how you're seeing that, then I wouldn't have an issue with you taking, you know, four three England players. Yeah, and to be fair, 
I think I would be more on that side than the Germany side. Like, I think England yeah. are rightfully favorites, Definitely and Germany are kind of a mess. It's just hard because we know everyone knows that Germany have really good players. So yeah, I mean, really they're a mess, and then they score five against Portugal. Yeah, like that can happen. That can, that can happen. happen for yeah. sure. And if you think, you know, I mean, Portugal's defense. And England's defense are pretty pretty close. I mean, I yeah. guess not that close with Pepe and Semedo. I guess they're just not not as good. But historically, they have been. But maybe that's just the false narrative. I don't know. No, I think, honestly, the bigger issue, this was a double pivot thing they were focusing on, is Portugal's DMs and their lack of range and stuff. And so, right, when Portugal get pinned back, Carvalho, Pereira, they just back up and back up and back up, but yeah. they're basically just extra center back sort of. Whereas like, you know, Declan Calvin can, can cover outside can dri- and, and dribble it out. Yeah. And England's attackers track back. They work their yeah. fucking asses off. Whereas, you know, Ron and J- Bruno, Ron, Jota, I mean, Bilva, Bilva and Jota work more for the club team, I think than Portugal, but they, you know, it's not as much as England. So, I don't know. No, that's that's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, Jeff D said, obvious question, but what fixtures are the most exploitable? And for each of those fixtures, do you like lumping on attack or defense or a mix of both? So we we kind of talked about that, I guess, already. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, we did a little bit. We did bits of our rundown, I think, already. Yeah. Um, I'm actually reading through, and we've covered a bunch of these questions already. Oh, and then Tia's question was kind of another thing that we touched on is which players and teams, if any, are you willing to take a risk on in matchups where there isn't a clear favorite? So, you know, we've yeah. covered that we're going to go with heavy favorites, but like, what about Belgium, Portugal? What about England, Germany? What about and Wales, Denmark? The odds makers have Denmark as like massive favorites, but I don't really personally see it that way. Is that one in Copenhagen? I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, I, I feel like that game is a lot closer. I think than, that's like a very, I think it's very a pretty even game. match. Me yeah, too. I mean, they both seem very similar to me. Yeah. In both their inability to function and their like compactness or whatever. Yeah. That, exactly. they, I feel like that game's just going to, they're going to, it's like my, the ball's going to be out of bounds for like a half an hour. <laughs> yeah. And they're just going to, they're just going to like that's, nullify each other. That's like really exactly know. what I thought. It's like such a, low variance game that I feel like yeah. no team can be heavy favorites. Like this yeah. is a one goal game. This is probably a one nil. This could be a nil nil to penalties that would not be surprising at all. Yeah. And hopefully yeah. Bale doesn't no, I... take one for Wales and then they're fine today. Yeah. Well if you're yeah for Wales right. <laughs> I, I like I kind of still feel like Rom is a is a decent pick because he seems like almost just inevitable at this point. Like He's watching world every ev- watching all the Belgium games also is like Everyone just f- tries to feed him. <laughs> like it's yeah. so obvious the that their plan is, you know, do whatever the fuck any place, and then find Rom, and, and that's all they do. And I mean, obviously, Portugal's not, you know, on paper a good fixture, like playing Czech Republic, but Portugal haven't exactly been tight this tournament. So yeah. you know, they're still playing they Pepe, been. like they're still playing like shitty ass fuck old fucks in the spine. You know, I don't think it's like a scary spine and. You know, I, I feel like Belgium with, with Kevin back and, you know, putting first team, I, I, I think Belgium will win that That's game. That's actually so. interesting, though, to continue, like, piggyback off of that. Like, who is Belgium's first 11? I feel like I don't know. Like, I think it I would know, be Mertens. Obviously, Rom. I think Mertens. Obviously, Kev. I think Witzel. And then I think, Kev, the- is, I think Kev is next to Witzel. I think it's going to be Mertens. Um, 
Rom. Hazard, Rom up top. You think and Haz? Then, yeah, I definitely think. I do. He was. Yes, I do. I do. He's he's there. He's he was, important for them. Yeah, I mean, he's he was so much good. better than Carrasco. It's just not close. Yeah, and he played like a normal has old has game this past. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it was almost like a tryout, and he passed. Yeah, definitely, and um, uh, and then yeah, I think it's Munier and, and uh, Torgan. Yeah, Torgan over on the wing back, and then yeah, I think that's the, that's, the center that's backs the team. are also kind of like Toby and Jan for sure, and then like probably Boyata, but I hope it's I hope it's Boyata. I, but I, mean, I don't know to pretend a, that I know their, what goes yeah. on in Bobby's head. Is, no, is, forget is, is it. It's a joke. Forget it. So the other side of that game is Portugal. Belgium also haven't been tight, um, and I it's a Rob, Roberto Martinez team, and I don't trust them for cleans, and you know Portugal. And going into the tournament, we were talking about how defensive Santos is and has been at the last two tournaments and how defensive Portugal always are. But, you know, in it, in games where they're not keeping cleans, they've opened up a bit and they've scored some goals. And obviously a lot yeah, of them Well, they keep pens. conceding. And they concede that first goal like every yeah. game. Because yeah. they, I mean, he can plan in whatever he wants when half of your back line is Nelson Semedo and, and Pepe. You know, that's an issue as they're mostly they're just, Semedo. <laughs> like Pepe yeah, is I mean, still Semedo's, probably fine. But. Yeah, fine. But he just is less mobile, I suppose. But yeah, Semedo's, it's just they, they connive to, to concede. Yeah. So. yeah, so playing that, that defensive style just doesn't work if you go behind. Yeah, and then that's fair. the. They have the difference between them this tournament and the previous two tournaments is like their firepower going forward is insane. Like they've obviously always have Ron, but it the other wingers and strikers were not there the other tournaments. So it was like Yeah. No, totally. And they're not even playing Joe Felix in this tournament. So Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this game could be it could be four, like three. a three-two or some shit. Yeah, yeah, it could three. be. There could be a lot of action. Definitely wouldn't be surprising so, to see a lot of action in this one. I'm interested. The issue in though is picks. that the issue though is that they play Italy in the next round, and Wait, I, I thought don't, they played Netherlands. No, Netherlands play Wales, Denmark. That's why I was talking about. Oh, Netherlands. right, 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 right. No, right. Italy has the winner of this game, so that you know, having more than like one player on either of these God. teams makes no sense. Unless if so you like think that maybe, they could also upset Italy. Like, so I think like it's one attacker on each team, maybe. maybe. And then, well, yeah, I think Italy will be, if Italy does what we and everyone expects them to do against Austria and just manhandles them, which they're massive favorites, biggest favorites of the round, um, they'll be favored over either Belgium or Portugal absolutely. for sure. Absolutely. Like, they're absolutely. just such, such a complete team. Yeah, compared absolutely. to those two. Yeah. Absolutely. With a huge like managerial advantage over like seemingly everyone in the tournament. Like I don't know, maybe not like uh Enrique or something, but most teams. Well, that's uh, what yeah. Ass sniffer. <laughs> I, I feel like a lot the, of good Dan- ones in the here. Danish manager has done a like very good job actually. Like <laughs> uh, under the radar yeah. like adjustments and stuff oh, have been good. Yeah, I mean, you know, you lose your best player in the first game and then I mean, they they low key didn't. They were on zero points going into the last. I know, but game, just so, I mean, <laughs> how they played against Belgium yeah. though was like, wow, they dominated, yeah. no, created right. a ton, like all that stuff. You know, yeah. he's getting you know this more than the sum of the parts sort of a thing, yes, which is that's nice. what you I'm like to about. See, yeah, you like to see that. Yep. Um, damn. So yeah, and then what were the other 
Oh, England, Germany, we talked about already. And I think the uh, France Spain is an interesting one too, because you know they're on the they both have pretty favored games in the huge, first game. Huge but, favorites. You know, projecting out into next round if if they face each other, you know how to call that one? I have no fucking clue. Like I, it would be fifty fifty flip. I have no, I nothing. Well, is, that's that's kind of why I I know I keep bringing this up, but that's kind of why I was like, when is France Argentina happening? And, like, I see it more versus Spain than I see it versus Switzerland. Because the way I see uh, France-Spain in my head is Spain I don't see that. have 75% possession, and France yeah. are, like, cool. And you're in our final third all game, and France are, like, cool. We're fine with that. And then they break. And it's, yeah. we, we've seen a slight vulnerability in Spain when they're getting, you know, fast breaked on and countered on and stuff. And I'm just yeah. like, they haven't come up against anyone like France but I mean, we saw that game in the first day against Germany, right? I, I mean, it should be similar to that, I think. And France didn't have like eight good counters; they had like a couple, and they won on a fucking they, own goal. They you know? had a lot though that didn't end up in shots or were yeah. just offsides. You know, like, yeah. I mean, it could have been, and two there nil, was the pen, I think, and you know, I, yeah. I mean, I see what you're saying. I, I see what you're saying, and you I, know, we I, we have seen Spain give up chances to Sweden in that game. You know, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you could. So, I mean, if if that's if that's thinking about that I'm is leaning. like making me that's making me like Mbappe a yeah. lot more for France than, I'm talking than myself Benzema, into it. yeah, Benzema or Griezmann because we saw Griezmann playing fullback against Germany. So what, if, if that's what, what we're he projecting would do Spain, against Spain, yeah, yeah, and you know Benzema just can't keep up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So maybe Mbappe is a good a good yeah. option there for for a forward slot. I like it. Okay. Um. All right, and then just other questions. I'll just rattle them off. There's six, and then we can go into our team. How long are we already? Forty five. We need to wrap it. We're not gonna wrap it. <laughs> you don't want to do wait. these questions, dude. But make sure that they're good. You, you have to get out of here soon, or what? No, I don't. I'm good. Okay. Bounce I have like twenty. It. I actually have like twenty five minutes. Oof, that's tough. Balski, do you want two goalkeepers on different sides of the draw now? What he's thinking is so you could keep him the whole tournament. He's looking at Simon and Scad, the Spanish and Dutch keeper. Scad. Yeah, the answer is yes. Yeah. Next question. <laughs> who are your favorite punts if you do have a chip left over? Is Inglesu's question. So he's just picking around a 16 team and then moving on. Who are the guys that we wouldn't pick that he would feel better about picking? I guess maybe is one way to think about it. Like I, I, Spain is somewhere where I'm like, yeah, you probably want yeah. like triple Spain so, or something, just like yeah. I mean, Alba, Alba, Sarabia, Moreno, Moreno, or some shit. Or, seems good, something yeah. like that. Like you know, some some fun flair Spain players seems like a thing. Yeah, and then I mean, Damsgaard is obviously a fucking legend. I love I think that, that kid. I fucking that's a love good, that kid. That's I a good shout. I kind of like like a bail shout too, right? Like that's. We're saying that's sort of an even shitty game. Like, you pick the superstar. He's the best player on either team. Like, he's, yeah. you know. I mean, what happened in the Turkey Wells game? Like, Bale just ran it. That's what I'm saying. If, there's, if he has time on the that. ball and, you know, Rambo can get behind or something, maybe that's, maybe he yeah, pops I like off. That. Yeah. No, I like that. I, I like that. Um, that's about it, though, honestly. Yeah, uh, there's, not, I mean, there's not that many guys the that, favorites. like, we wouldn't consider... That I like someone with a chip would, and maybe yeah. maybe it's like a Forsberg also or some shit. I, I don't know. Yeah, but, it could be, could be. 
Um, Barrack Howe. Or Isak. Yeah, Isak. I like that. Actually, that might be good for that, our that's team, good. honestly. Yeah, Isak. And Kulisevsky, when he subbed on, was actually electric. Yeah, he was lively. So I, mean, that, I guess he's just the COVID's behind him. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, Barrack, how, if at all, are you thinking about hedging for upsets in the knockouts? Does it make sense to have just one or two players from teams facing each other, given the unpredictability of a one-off game and the allure of a wild card to clean up the mix? mess the next round well i mean you know the thing is if if you pick we have three transfers right so say if you if you have six players from two from three 50 50 matches one of each on each side right there is your three transfers so you know you you have to hit on all the other favorites which is definitely doable like you could definitely go heavy heavy netherlands heavy france heavy spain and you know, do it like that so that you're you're okay. You know, the the issue is if if one of the favorites gets if knocked off and you lose, gets upset, and you, and you have two or three players on them, then you're in trouble. So you can't yeah, really, really hedge no, for that. I don't think there's right? no. So I, yeah, I just don't think there is an actual thing of hedging. Yeah. I don't yeah. think that exists yeah. in yeah, this. Yeah. It's just, it's just more. You know, where are you putting your risk? It's not like oh well, if I do this, then I'll be safe. Like there's no such thing. Yeah. Joe Chen was asking about picking some cheap players that eventually you can leave on the bench to afford better starting 11 in the later rounds. I think that's definitely a good idea. I mean, he brought up Miley, Damsgaard, or is it just a waste, he said. I I mean, yeah, I think more in the knockout stage than in the group stage, you do want, like, not fodder. You want starters, but you can more reason, like, cheaper picks, I think. Yeah, I I totally agree because like we're gonna come down to the the semifinals and the final where, you know, your bench doesn't matter. You know, could be three non players and yeah. that it doesn't matter, right? Exactly, unless yeah. if you have like your actual wild card that you're using on the last day or something. Yeah, yeah, so, that's the only change. Yeah, I mean, um, I think I mean we also have a much bigger budget right now, so I think you know you'll have to tinker and see like if there are any if you really do like more premiums, but you know there are still plenty of non premium players who are really good picks. Like Insigne yeah. is not like that expensive. Yeah. I mean, Pau is cheap. You know, he's on yeah. Spain. Like the defenders aren't well, that he's expensive. Not nailed, though. <laughs> well, yeah, that that's. I think he was just dropped because he was on the card. Uh, like you know, Moreno is pretty inexpensive. Yeah. I mean, there there are there are, expen- there are midfield. Yeah, like Damsgaard's cheap, and yeah, Ma- Molly's a good pick. I think so. Berardi's not expensive. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot plenty. It's goalkeepers really cheap. You know, you got C- Simon and like and and Stecklenburg right there is like both five million under. So that's yeah. like cheap. You know, that you you can go a long way. So I think yeah. the prices to me isn't like that important. I think you just want to pick the points. Yeah, fair. Um, you, John, shall we be expecting a lot of one nil squeaky bum ties and then load up on premium defenders with captain potential? I think that's yeah, very. So I- possible yeah it's possible but you know i think back to what you were talking about more towards the beginning of you know teams you know don't usually get shut out here unless if it's like a completely outclassed outmatching yeah that's like in my head i haven't like backed that with past tournaments but that's what i think will happen yeah yeah i don't know i I don't fucking know dude and then last one is billetic on kai he said during the game i said if germany make it through kai's auto in Alon said, not if they're playing England next. I can see the point, but tell me why. Given you can rotate bench and captains, isn't someone like Kai the kind of risk you should take? Involved in attack, not crazy expensive. Or was Alon commenting on how strongly he feels about the England squad? So I guess I'm supposed to answer this, but yeah, just thank you. Yeah, yeah, England, I I mean, Kai's great. And yeah, he's he puts up 
premium type of underlying numbers and he's in premium type of positions at not a premium price. So, yeah, love that. I just think that England are so conservative and so defensive that I find it difficult to imagine a world where a team scores like two plus against them. Um, and Kai's not on pens or anything, so he just has a very small... And he gets subbed off at 70 every game also for some reason. So he just, I just think there's a very like small window and small upside for a guy who still costs nine. It's not like he costs 11, but nine is still like... There are other nines I'd rather have, and that's yeah. really all it was. Fair. I agree with all that. And England are favorites. Mm-hmm. Don't yeah. forget about that. Like it's, I know well, he did say it's a risk, you know. He yeah, mentioned right that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, let's go to our team. Okay, oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, dude, we got this. Oh, how are man. we gonna so, fuck? How are we gonna fuck ourselves this this time? Well, clearly, we're not gonna finish our team on the pod because that's not a no, thing that we no do. Way. But yeah. we can talk about some stuff or as much stuff as we want to, and then we'll finish the team tomorrow. What time's the game on Saturday? It's at noon my time. So we'll probably have a done team tomorrow night, and then Saturday maybe make like a last second change or some shit. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Um. So how do you want to do this? Well, let's just start with forwards, I guess. I mean, I think Memphis is the most like non non-needing to talk about player. So nailed. Um, and then who are, who are the other forwards? I mean, I, I definitely could be into Mbappe. I kind of talked myself into Mbappe. Okay. I mean, you I know mean, that I love him, but it's like having him for two good He owes fixtures. us personally. He yeah, personally he owes us. He does. He so does. I expect him to come good on that. Yeah. So I, 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 I like Mbappe. I do. Okay. Um... And then is there a third standout forward that you're thinking about? I mean, you know I love Chiro. I don't want to spend that money on him. You think he's just not worth 10 straight up? I mean, we have yeah. a lot in the bank in the in the team that you just like put together really quick. Yeah. You know? yeah, I don't know. I just don't feel like there's enough spunk in there for me. I'm surprised. He is a little bit peripheral, honestly. Like, he gets... I feel like he gets... He all only like poaches or something. I don't. I don't know. I feel like he he's a little bit invisible when I watch. You know, he's returned both the games, but you know, he got it out of the box worldly in the second game. But he's I don't leading know. the team in shots. He has ten shots in two games. Yeah, I don't know. I, I've been like a little bit unimpressed with him, honestly. I can't really articulate it or put you know put a, a good argument on like on it or why. I just I guess maybe I also just want to. I love it watching Insigne so much, and I want to like just keep going with him. So yeah, maybe I that's think, part of it, which isn't logical. Yeah, I think it's the sort of thing where he's just not like flashy in any sort of way, and he just gets yeah. shots. Like he's just yeah. really good at being in the box and getting shots and getting chances. Like he leads the team in shots. He leads the team in XG. He's the guy. He's the goal scorer. Yeah. Uh, so. So like you prefer him to someone like Rom. Because I guess the other thing, too, is that there are so many other good Italy options, and they're all really inexpensive, generally, except yeah. for him. But He's the only one that you're paying like, for it. We're triple, or we're probably tripling Italy, right? Or more? I think probably four. Yeah. Well, who do they have next round? Oh, sorry, I don't have this open. That's that, Belgium or Portugal. So it's going to be tough next round, but they'll still be favored, is what we kind of established. Well, and I think we're and also they have gonna... the best... Arguably best, like according to Bookie's best fixture this round too is yeah, another I, thing. 
I think it's also one of those where I, I expect them to advance to the semis, but yeah. if they don't, we get five transfers. Right. So Yeah. So I I feel like I like four and I like Insigne, obviously. I like Chiro a lot, and then it's very easy to get two cheaper guys who still contribute, like whether it's you know well spin I think is also nailed in our team, but yeah, you know I would definitely want to have him. Whether it's like Banuch or Donna or you have Berardi in this tinker, something like that. Or I think those are all really good picks, also. But okay. I, I am surprised you don't like Chiro, though. I, I fucking no, I mean, think I, he's a I great like pick. Him. I, I like him. He's fine, yeah. I think. But yeah. I don't know. I just. I don't know. He's not. Like, not I see him versus Austria, and I'm like, yeah, Brady's potential. Like, straight up. Yeah. Okay. We need to, we need to spend more time talking about that. Because okay. I feel like, like, I. There are. A lot of forwards in the game, and I, I like having, I like preferring, you know, Insigne, maybe a midfielder, maybe Barella, defender, defender, more. I think. Mm. But okay, let's let's go. Who's the let's second go. defender you'd get? I guess it'd have to probably be Benucci. Benucci. Probably Benucci. I mean, I, I unless if we wanted to get Donnarumma, I mean, he's he's five six. He's a little more expensive. We can afford it, but you know, they don't really face shots and. I don't know. I feel like Simon Simon is is just like cheaper and, and better, and, yeah. better value. Even though they yeah. are going to have France, I don't know. I mean, they they could clean France. Yeah, they could know. absolutely. It's possible. France. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so mids. I saw. You, but you, so wait, but look before we go though. So I mean, who are the other? Say say if we go if we're going to go with Mbappe and Memphis, like because I had I put Rom in because I was just like oh yeah Rom, but I mean is there anyone else besides Immobile that I mean or Moreno too is like six six like that's Moreno's that's kind interesting. of interesting. Isaac's a punt. Um, I'm just scanning through the teams. Yeah, obviously Rom. I mean we shouldn't discount Ronaldo who has five fucking goals. Even though I mean like, we're not they're all gonna pins. have him. Let's no, but let's I'm just talking serious. forward. Yeah. It's like it's stupid to. Ronaldo playing a Roberto Martinez team is like a once in a millennium type of, you know, that signal should be up. Like, oh, that could be a Hattie. Easy. Yeah, it could be a Hattie. I mean, we're, yeah, we're, we're not going to get him, but that's we, I agree we, with you. We might <laughs> oh <my laughs> when it comes God. down to it. Uh, but then, yeah, Chiro to me is, is definitely the standout. Unless we wanted to do something really cheeky and go like, Woot Weghorst or something, which I don't think is dumb. I honestly don't think is dumb since we're probably quadding up on Netherlands anyway. He's cheap and he's been very good. Um, like comparing him to a Moreno, I think is interesting, right? Because Moreno is, you know, against Croatia, great, probably going to start. We we expect him to start, and then he has France. Hopefully starts nightmare fixture versus like a woot, which would be nailed to start. Is he well, nailed? Because yeah. Malin is really good. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, Malin's good, but like he's a sub, I think for sure. Okay. Um, just talking. That's like an no, interesting no. I mean, thing. I, yeah, I think. I mean, because the, the the other Netherlands players I put in were Dumfry, Genie, and Stecklenburg. Yeah, and I mean, I mean Memphis, Dumfries, really Genie are, I think, a thousand percent nailed. And Steck is four seven. Yeah, it's really cheap. It is good. Like that's hard for me to not do. I mean, the the counter to Steck would be like, do you expect them to keep cleans? And that's what I, I'm not sure well, about. I don't, 
Well, I don't know if it's that. It's that is. Yeah, I'm not that sure. I mean, I feel like Czech Republic's a pretty good shout, and then I feel like well, yeah. Denmark's a pretty good shout. But who are you getting instead? Like, are, we're not going to get an England Germany keeper because we don't know if they're going to win. No. And we're not going to get in Sweden Ukraine keeper because we don't know who's going to win there. Like, so no. who else are we getting? Like the Denmark goalkeeper, they might not win. So I feel like that's like almost like essential yeah, to get stuck with every day. other player. It'd, it'd be Donna. Well, no, but I'm saying for the second spot. Yeah, say Donna or Simon, they're on that side of the bracket. I think Simon is, like, a really good one that I want. So then like, we can't have Donnarumma because they play on the same day in the second round. Oh, uh, That's see. what I'm talking about. I see, yeah. I see. I really need Only to get, I should really get this bracket open, but I'm just going to not open it. It's All too right, deep. We're too deep into the pod to, for me to now be like, <laughs> fine. oh. Fine, <laughs> fine. fine. Um, so that's, that's why I think Stecklenburg is, like... The most so everyone's going to be on Donna's deck or Simon's deck is what you're telling me. Yeah, they should be. Maybe Loris. Some people will probably have Loris. Yeah, which I think is reasonable. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, though they're still heavy favorites to win the tournament, I think, and they probably should be. Yeah. Um, are we going to really go through every position and like talk about every player in the oh, game? I mean, we, it's up to we you. Do, I'm, I'm we could down. Do ten more, we could do 10 more minutes. Okay, I'm, let's I'm okay. Do, let's I'm, do 10 okay more minutes. Um, so midfield. Yeah, midfield. I see you have Insigne in there, which I think is great. Genie, which, who I think is nailed. I think the um, other three are up in the air. Yeah, the other three are up in the air. I'm not sure I how do I feel like, about Yarmo. I do like I don't think we should go with Yarmo. I do Probably like Dam's, Dam's guard though. I think at his price is like there's un, it's unmatched like for the Yeah, for the attacking intent. Yeah. And yeah. And they are heavy favorites, should be said. Bookies generally know more than us. I mean most yeah. people know more than us at this point. Um <laughs> Fuck. Fuck man. I think like the bail punt is a punt. Uh you, I actually am like liking it more. He's ex- really expensive though. Yeah, because the thing the thing about that is that I I kind of like similarly to having like Damsgaard is, I mean having an attacker against Netherlands in the second round here isn't going to be like terrible. That's not terrible. I'm so, also interested in Raz. I mean, I I I made my case for a Raz, yeah. like for a captain this final day and for you know very good pick if they advance in the next round um i don't know if i don't think i'm going to be able to sign off on that with his price honestly well yeah i I mean if we we have to trim too much fat from the team then obviously it's bad but yeah we could think of we could think about it because we could do so we could do like i mean we would have to chop down to a cheap forward but we could do like insigne damsgaard genie bale like Sarabia, yeah, Something yeah. If like we that. had a if we had a cheap forward, that's possible for sure. Okay. What about I kind of I feel like we should get Paul though. I do love him. <laughs> it's just like it's like so stupid to his play upside this dumb fucking is, game that doesn't matter and not have Paul though. His upside is like five or six points. It's just so brutal. His upside is he can, clean, clean assist. Nah, he can always Paul Fuckland one. I mean, yeah, he almost he had a really disgustingly sick goal. I, <laughs> yeah. He ripped that's, it, but that, if that's I, what if, we're banking on, then we should have fucking Chick Modric. <laughs> like, you know, we're not banking on like the one in a million worldies. He doesn't score for France. Like, he doesn't do shit for France in fantasy. He's their best player, but. Oh, God. No, he's not their best player, but whatever. 
All right, fine. No, I I mean I'm not saying I'm not open to it. It's just tough. All right. I have an uphill battle there. I'll I'll have to I'll have to regroup without you. Clearly we're gonna have a very long Discord conversation starting tonight that Patreon subscribers will see behind the scenes how fucking dumb we are. I think we have a lot more uncertainties in this as Un, as For weirdly sure. as it is that there's half the fucking teams are gone, but like but the last round, it's so really much picked harder itself. to pick. Yeah, it's, now so, it's much so much harder. harder. And Forsberg, um, we talked about. Like, uh, there's guys like that that are like, ah, that could be really good. Um, I don't. I don't think. I think Forsberg. I think we have to make our bed. I think we need to allow him to continue to hurt us. If we love him, set him free. Yeah, he's the same with Perisic. Yeah, Perry's long. They're in the same. They're in the same camp. They just they can keep hurting us. We we just we didn't go to them when we should have. (laughs) Um, and then it's like if we're getting rats, like why don't we just get Jack? (laughs) Two million cheaper. Why don't we just get? Why don't we just get Jack? (laughs) So our team's just gonna end up like Jack, Paul, etc. Okay, everything's gonna work out great. Um, What about like a Jota? Yeah, Just I mean, not I've, as good I've, or not I've, as much upside with Italy second game. I voiced my feelings on that Portugal Belgium game though, and like I think, I think there's real potential for an attacker on either side of that game to like fucking explode. Yeah, I mean, where that could look is, you know, we could easily just put one from each team and just resign ourselves. Like one of these players is going to be our transfer next game week, automatic. Yeah. Yep. I just the thing that it's that like Ke- still, Kev, Jota, Rom, Ron. Yeah, any just two, right? But the only thing is that just playing Italy just feels awful to me. The next game, yeah, you know? it, it is, and yeah. I think one of the things that's like limiting us in this moment is that Italy just played Wales at, with their B team in a game that didn't matter, so it doesn't even count. Turkey and Switzerland. Yeah, they haven't had a game. And we're like, they're impenetrable. It's the worst fixture possible. But we they haven't been tested at yeah. all. We also don't know that. You're yeah, right. That's a, fair, that's a fair point. So it's like, on paper, I'm like, oh, Rom versus Italy. Like, it's bad. But, like, Belgium could win 3-1. And then we're like, oh, whoops. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, Belgium were favorites. Uh, weird. I mean, Belgium also just, like, aggregate, like, 7-1 their group. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Portugal had one freak game, but otherwise they drew France and destroyed Hungary. No, I'm just saying, like, that's. Oh, my God. Italy, Portugal seems very clear right now where, like, Italy's going to fuck them, but, like, Portugal are good. Can't forget that they're good. Fuck Portugal. What Um, about defenders? By the way, love Portugal. Vacation, incredible country. Oh, as a country, yeah, I don't care about that. So good, so good. Yeah, I've been there. It's fine. Fucking fish or whatever, but I loved it. Oh my god. But the team and the players, fuck them all. (laughs) Miley seems like a great pick. The Danish Spinazzola. Yeah, him, Dumfry, Spinazzola. I think those three are probably pretty sure in there for us. And then the the last two, I have no idea. You can fucking put anyone. I have no. I don't. Yeah, I mean, yeah. People in the mix are like Varane, Benucci, Pau. I'm sure we named a lot of other guys in there. I want to make one comment that I was thinking about with Netherlands. Actually, Yeah. yeah. It's sort of intriguing to me. Thinking about PVA and blend because 
he kind of plays them like exactly 65 minutes. He subs them for the clean. Yeah. And that's <laughs> not nothing, you know? It's good. I mean, maybe, because I mean, I could imagine, I mean, I don't, I'm not like completely married to having Genie. Like I could see, you I know, maybe am. there's a little bit more va- m- more value there. You 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 like Genie enough that you want to make sure I you mean, have him then. Netherlands, he's been so good. Yeah, like, he's, he's arguably really good. been player of the tournament. The only issue I have with him, honestly, is that we owned him for match day two and didn't own him for match day one and three, and we got three points and he scored twenty in the other two. So I feel like it's classic us. He's gonna personally attack us again. Is he? That's mad? what I'm. Ta- I'm honestly, that's what I'm telling you is that. Whenever we've done this sort of thing where it's like he's the obvious, yes, easy, nailed pick himself, it's been really bad. Not always. And I'm getting that vibe not, from him. Not always. We did get dumb Most, freeze. We get like 14. Okay. Like, so, not, we didn't miss But that's every like with the pick. ghost. But this is what, like, the ghost's pick where but we're But that like, was oh. good. We, we dodged no, a little bit there. But that's because we spent time to be like, wait a minute. I don't know. Okay. I'm just saying just, there just, are. There I, are. I also, you, examples of obvious guys that worked out. There's I got you, Doug. Yarmos, okay. ten pointer, Dumfries, fourteen pointer. Okay. Even like Miley, eight pointer this week and shit right, like that. Right. So Kai scored. Um, Alba's Alba's good if we could afford him. I feel yeah, like yeah, he's great. He's so good. He's been he's been getting in there in the final third. He's so good. Um, so that's interesting. I've this is gonna take way too long for us to podcast about it. And then keepers, we basically already talked yeah. about. Yeah, we just need. Yeah, you want two keepers from the opposite sides of the tournament who you think are going to advance deep. The end. That's it. Yeah. Um, unless you're, you know, wild carding next round, you can you can modify that. But yeah. All right, that's it. I mean, I think that's basically a podcast. Um, yeah. Give or take, <laughs> we got two yeah. new signups. People are still signing up, so thanks everyone for that for our Patreon signups. We got Blend Zen and Charlotte Salmons. Thank you for the signups. Slap your ass. Any last words? I'll see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow, brother. Check us out at fmlfield.com. Follow us on Twitter at fmlfieldsports. Patreon.com slash fmlfieldsports. Subscribe, rate, review, and cheers.